Blog Talk Radio. Okay. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Mildred Tassoni, and this is Real Estate Coast to Coast. Gail Hartnett um, is on the line to start off with, and we're expecting Jason, Marcus, and Carrie Hartnett in a little while. But, Gail, you were at the conference uh, in San Diego this week, so maybe uh, you could start off telling us what you attended and some of the highlights, some of the things that you got out of it. Out of it. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, we left uh, left town last Tuesday. Everything started on uh, Wednesday morning, and and it was a it was just an incredibly information and fun packed meeting that uh, got home this past Monday evening. But let me just uh, start off with a few things. Number one, something that, of course, is of huge interest, and this had happened the week before, uh, they have a session that begins, they call it 59 and a half minutes, and they actually keep it to that, and it's the opening session from the uh, national president of the uh, National Association president. Uh, first of all, there was about 20,000 realtors that uh, were in San Diego. Wow. Uh, yes, and it, there, as a matter of fact, there was uh, several realtors that I spotted today at one of our realtor functions, and they said they were there, and of course I never saw them, which kind of blew my mind because uh, you, right. you run into your folks. But uh, the the extension and the expansion of the uh, of the tax credit, wow, uh, big news. Our realtors need to understand that, uh, the realtors and the public, of course, need to understand it was the efforts of our government affairs department and the realtors that, abs- that, that did, in fact, reply to the call for action. Uh, so many kudos for what had been done. Every, uh, th- that would not have happened without the efforts, and we, uh, I attended a legislative forum uh, where they actually spoke on the different issues that they're talking about uh, on behalf of the realtors, and this particular one was uh, the, the gal that's in charge of it in Washington for us. She's so awesome, but she just told us how the phone calls and the pleading and literally that, you know, going to and and their calls to the different to the Congress and and letting them know we are so well respected in Washington and over 18% of our realtors did in fact reply to the call for action uh, and that's a lot that doesn't sound like a lot but it's huge uh, typically it's around three maybe four percent of our realtors so we really worked this one and then that was the house. And then the, the weekend before the bill was passed, there was uh, another, there was about, I want to say 35,000 realtors, and that also doesn't sound like a lot, but it was, that, that actually made phone calls to the senators for the Senate vote. So we can thank everyone, uh, thank a realtor <laughs> for this. Yeah. Our, yeah, all of our consumers need to thank a realtor because that's what it was. Um, I was, I attended also my, uh, I'm part of the executive committee for the NAR, and uh, at the executive committee we get reports from the different uh, 
the things that are going on in our industry and the, the benefits that we have. So we had a report from um, Tom Blatt, who is the CEO of our new credit union, which, Millie, are you aware of the credit union that we have? You know, so, it's interesting. Someone joined a group on Facebook, I think, that said Long Island Credit Union that right. or Realtor Credit Union. Okay. And that's the first time, so go ahead. That's, that was let me give you a little stuff. bit of information yeah. on that because this is good yeah. stuff. Um, I don't know how much you or our listeners know about credit unions, but they're good. They're a good thing. Um, the, the common, uh, their, I guess their logo or their tagline is people helping people. We as the, the realtor organization, we opened, we started the very first virtual, virtual credit union in May, and it was actually done, the ribbon cutting was at the May mid-year meetings uh, in Washington, D.C. Um, since then, uh, so much has happened. Uh, they, there is, oh, let's, I, I guess numbers may not mean a lot to you, but anyway, the credit union is it's for realtors. It's realtors for realtors, but it's also for their family members and so on, and, and it's us joining and it's funny because I had I knew about it, but I didn't think I had a reason to be a part of it because we we belong to another credit union. Of course, we have our we have everything where we feel it's supposed to be. And I came back. I, I listened to this and I said, Oh my gosh, we as realtors need to be a part of this credit union. So I'm I've joined since then. Now I want to share with you that um, they can get on the they just get on realtor dot uh, uh, Realtor.org, uh, and and they can they can look for credit union and they can sign up on it. But um, there's a lot of great things that have happened with it, and it just came to I, I just had this big aha that oh my gosh, if I'm a realtor, I need to be a part of this because that's what we're all about. So um, I, I'll get some better information for you for per, perhaps another thing. But that was one of the one of the presentations that we had. We also had a presentation on um, Realtor.com from the uh, the CEO, the, uh, the president and the CEO of uh, Realtor.com and Rin, uh, showing the amount. The uh, if 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 I had a pie in front of me to show you right now, it's it's like 63% um, of the. Uh, public goes and they get their information from Realtor.com, and of course they had the breakdown of all the other websites and so on that are, are in. So, and of course that's the one that our MLSs we are a part of. So that's a, that was an important thing. Um, let's see, there was another uh, another um, thing that I'm that that's brand new is we now have another website and it's called House Logic. And this is a new consumer website, website brought to you by the National Association of Realtors. Um, this is a way to keep in touch with your clients and customers, build your reputation as a housing expert, drive your business forward. This was designed by one of the committees, so it was designed by realtors, um, obviously with the help of some techies, but um, uh, <laughs> you might be interested in this, uh, Mildred, because I know you have uh, such a great technological mind, but this one is www.houselogic.com, and then they can go to the portion that says slash members and uh, catch up on what's going on with House Logic because that's another new wonderful wonderful tool. Okay. 
interesting. Yeah. You know, it sounds familiar, but I don't. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm going, do I know about that, or is it just no, a good idea? No, this has been working, and it's, it's just it's now it's now being get on it and take a look at it, and I know you're going to have fun with it. So and. And what we'll try and do is put some of the links, like for the credit union, and um, the and for this, um, we'll post it on the blog um, for the for the radio show, and then we can post it different places. Just so you know, uh, Carrie has joined us, and Jason has just joined oh, us. Oh, good. Okay. So, okay. Hi, guys. Uh, so, hi. Hi, everyone. Well, I'll just. I'll tell you just a couple of other things I attended, and then uh, that was those are the things that came out at the board of directors meeting to uh, our members to bring back to the rest of the members. Uh, we all, uh, in my heart, the, one of the highlights was uh, the general session on Saturday afternoon where Condoleezza Rice spoke to us, uh, and it was a it was a dynamic, uh, and I'm going to say this nonpartisan um, talk on. What's going on in, in in our country, or what, or her her perspective at this point? She was great. She's now a, a a professor at Stanford University, and I could sit and take classes from her. Trust me, she's she was awesome. And then mm-hmm. um, su- Sunday night, this was the fun thing. Reba McIntyre was there for uh, all of us too, so that was pretty cool too. But yeah. uh, I don't know how much Carrie heard, so I don't know how much she can fill in, but I'll fill in as we go on so you can move on to some of the other guests. Sure. No, that's great, Gail. This is so interesting. And as you, I'm sure as you go through your notes, yeah. even our next show, there'll be things that you'll want to bring up so uh, we can, you know, keep going on this. Um, Carrie, you were there. Um, you want to give us some of the um, – uh, you know, uh, sessions that you attended and some of the information that you thought was really uh, interesting for everyone to hear. Yeah, um, well, so while she was over at the NAR convention, I was actually more, um, I was over at the Women's Council of Realtors meetings, which we have some of our own great educational sessions, but a, a lot of them are, are geared towards our chapter and, and our um, kind of developing leadership throughout the the members. Um, however, we were addressed by quite a few wonderful, um, inspirational people, uh, starting out with the 2010 NAR president, Vicki Cox-Golder. That, I think that's right. Um, you know, and, and her accrediting her success and leadership um, to Women's Council of Realtors, inspiring all of us to get involved and, um, you know, keep going, um, kind of continuing on that pattern, we were also addressed in one of our sessions by, and I don't know if I have this right, but it's, I think it's Anne Hoiberg from the League of Women Voters, mm-hmm. um, giving our group an overview of women in history, uh, encouraging women to get involved in politics, um, saying that politics, po- political involvement builds influence, credibility, and your business. So that was, um, again, really inspiring. That was day one. Um, you know, a lot of other things that are, are really more for chapter stuff, but some of the things, some of the educational sessions that I really enjoyed, which, Mildred, I think you would have really enjoyed too, because they were all about real estate opportunities and trends for the future, and a lot of it has to do with um, technology, social mm-hmm. networking, um, 
some of the things I'm just trying to read through my notes right here. I took a lot of notes. Matthew Ferreira, who is the – he's the president and CEO of Matthew Ferreira and Company. <laughs> um, he's actually a big, huge supporter of Women's Council. He's been at a lot of our stuff throughout the years that I've been going. Um, he, he came out with um, a fact that in 2009, 50% of all transactions were first-time homebuyers. Um, and that 31, 31 years of age was the average of the first-time homebuyer in 2009. Wow. So, yeah. So um, a lot of Generation X, Generation Y segments in the market, um, which is prime, and I think why the opportunity of social networking and, you know, text messaging and Facebook and um uh, Twitter and all those things are so popular. Uh, one of the, the great things that I got out of there was the average generation Y uh, sends about 740 text messages per month, which was okay. amazing. Um, so hopefully they're all unlimited plans. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, you know, because most of them are not prone to answer, you know, look into their voicemails or leave voicemails. They're more prone to just sending a text message just because it's direct, it's quick, and they don't have time. If you look at a time management perspective, there's some, such good uses for it. Exactly. There's so many, you know, so many, you don't have to do the whole phone thing, text message done. So Right, exactly. So it kind of gave me some good ideas of how to, because um, I'll do it too. I find myself, especially when I call my mom, um, and I get her voicemail. I, w I won't leave a message because I know that um, it takes too long. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, a lot of times I'll just send her a text message. And, and um, what, what I love about my mom is that she's so progressive. She'll send a text message back. So, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, one, of, one thing is that I find very interesting since you started to talk about the Women's Council is that um, – that they do encourage leadership and provide training because sometimes, just like doing volunteer work and community work, sometimes you don't know where to get started. Mm -hmm. But seeing that this is a component, uh, that there are groups and, you know, not only women's groups, but, you know, leadership development yeah. groups um, is is a, a way for people to get started, get some of that training um so I, I think that's been very interesting in your talking about that. And we do have a, a, a handful of men members as well, um, you know, just kind of, I don't know exact, the exact numbers, but they're, they're highly impressed by all of our leadership development training and our education. Um, and, you know, just like you said, kind of giving you a roadmap to how to get involved and mm -hmm. why to get involved and... Um, mm -hmm. You know, kind of putting your for yourself in the in the path of of opportunity, really. Right. Gary, so, let me spend for just a second and give you some numbers. Um, our organization is made up of 91% uh, women, and 90 and 9%. This is what I say when I go around. 9% of the most incredibly intel intelligent men that understand how important it is to be around women's council members. So, so it's 9% men. Uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe. I thought so. I, I wasn't yeah. sure if that was still the same number, but mm -hmm. it it was incredible. Um, the networking opportunities. I've opened up the door for um, getting into some. Uh, you know, I do a lot of short sales in my own business, and um, getting my foot in the door with some um, 
possibly taking on some REO business, yeah. which will definitely propel me forward, mm-hmm. especially in this market. Um, yeah. And just, just the incredible networking opportunities, meeting new people, catching up with old friends, um, strengthening the relationships, and knowing that when someone across the country has a has a client moving to or from Portland, Oregon, that they're going to think of me. Uh, you know what? It's really interesting because on Facebook, we communicate, uh, the four of us communicate on Facebook just because it makes it very easy for us. And um, there's someone in one of my lists that just has moved to Portland. And so I was like, oh, you got to get these two hooked up. So right. um, it's going to make things e- easier, you know, to, uh, to hook everybody up. Well, one of the things that that um, was really interesting about this opportunity, you know, Matthew Ferreira's talk was, um, you know, people don't eat, people use Facebook more for referral recommendations than they do Google now because they can go instead of just going out and searching and having something pop up, they can ask the question, "Where do I find this?" and probably get however many responses of you know, and it's a true referral from someone that they know. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a personal connection versus just, oh, like the Yellow Pages. It's more of a personal mm-hmm. referral. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Um, well, it's uh, 17 minutes after. So, um, Jason, would you like to get a word in edgewise here? <laughs> uh, no, thanks. No, <laughs> um, a couple things that I've been noticing uh, that's going on out there. Um <clears throat> Rates obviously continue to stay low. Um, the government is basically starting to phase out the purchases of mortgage-backed securities, leading us all to believe that um, the axe inevitably is going to fall and interest rates will start to go up. Interesting thing that I read this week, um, this some astronomical number, like 10% of mortgages are in default right now which is absolutely alarming. Um, the government just keeps on almost pointing to the fact that we're improving on, um, you know, the consumer price index and consumer confidence. But somebody, I, I, and forgive me for not knowing who directly quoted this, and I apologize to that person, um, they made the best point, and that's that um, those reports don't pay bills, and people are still getting laid off. And as long as we're in a situation where the unemployment rate continues to skyrocket and over 10%, um, this is going to continue to exist. So it's always going to be something that all of us kind of keep an eye on because it's, it's an alarming statistic. One of the things that you guys were just talking about, um, which I'm seeing firsthand, is that first-time homebuyer market and that average age at around 30. Um, I kind of agree more. Because I, I can't remember the last time I had a year which was most, I would probably have to say 75% of my business was the first-time home buyers under the age of 35. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's something that I'm also seeing a lot of at this point in time. Obviously sparked with, um, you know, the $8,000 tax credit. Hopefully the $6,500 tax credit gets things moving on the next step. Because I don't know about your guys' markets out there. We know on our market and our side of the fence that the lower-priced houses, obviously because first-time home buyers, your starter houses, 
they're moving. Um, not as much activity on that second tier house. Right. Um, in our in our world, obviously, our tiers are pretty much. I would say three hundred thousand is probably where your starter home is. Um, getting into that five hundred thousand dollar range is where your move up buyer is, and probably exceeding seven hundred thousand is where your dream house person is located. And we're seeing activity, obviously, on the lower end, tremendously. Uh, the middle end, not so much, and the upper end has definitely been suffering. So I'm hoping the $6,500 tax credit um, for those people that have owned houses for you know, five of the last eight years that are looking to make a move, that can entice them to get that level kind of moving. Because we know it starts at the bottom, but I, until those upper tiers start moving, I won't feel like that we're out of the woods just yet. Right. Yeah. Uh, they actually, uh, Jason. They that was a comment that they expect, and I know that that they absolutely expect that 6,500 to to do that to move the middle, you know, to get the to get the middle going. So hopefully they are right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, my my low end. I actually just closed a, a home today, and it's not even the lowest, but. Um, $150,000, woohoo! <laughs> so moving, you know, the low end is probably up to 200000 here, and I, I know in Boise it might be about the same, I'm not sure. Um, yeah. It might even go up to 300000 for first-time homebuyers. I have a couple first-time homebuyers that are looking between four and five as well, so it kind of just depends on the, um, I guess, the, the, and they're all very, you know, probably that Generation X, Generation Y, which I don't know where the cutoff is, but... Um, very young, which is uh, it's great to see. It's really good to see. We just got a bit of news this morning at a, a one of our realtor functions that our inventory here in Boise is actually at uh, not our uh, five and a half months of inventory, which is the lowest it's been. I mean, for a really, really long time. So uh, that was that was everything's everything's looking up. I mean, you know, nothing's going to happen overnight. But you know, it's 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 all looking up. So, and Thank ours you. is right right above six. I think ours is at six and a half for six and a half months of inventory. Well, I think ours is a lot higher, isn't it, Jason? Isn't ours much higher? Um, I guess it's it with us. It's a little bit different because obviously we're in such an area where everything's so condensed. Where I see and yeah, we have condos and co-ops and. You got those mixed in. You got such a differentiation between from town to town, because um, I'm looking at specific statistics from one area, and it's almost head scratching how certain um, certain areas of the island. I guess it also has to do with what we're talking about with first time home buyers. Um, I don't know how it is with you guys out there, but taxes on Long Island are absolutely ridiculous. Um, so that has a lot to do with it. Like your towns with these astronomical twelve, fifteen thousand dollar annual taxes are obviously moving slower than those um, townships that we got six or seven thousand dollar taxes. Um, naturally it just makes sense, especially with the first time home buyers, because your generation X's and your generation Y's um, really it, it makes the payment almost unmanageable when you're talking about areas of that that high. So it's weird when I'm looking as a cross-section between where houses are selling and how long listings are staying on the market, that a lot of these towns, there's such a wide variety of numbers, it's hard to almost wrap your head around it. 
Yeah, I remember that. I bought, I, uh, bought and sold a house, sold our first home we were on Long Island. And I always remembered those taxes. And when I moved out here to Idaho and people were complaining about taxes, I was like, oh, my God, you don't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question. Did they give any numbers as far as um, a target market for the 6,500 people? Um, for the $6,500 tax credit, did they give why that number and those figures? And so that's what they were able to get. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They, they, yeah, that's what they were able to get with all you know in their in their uh, negotiating. I believe they started the whole thing like even before the first tax break. Yeah, tax, uh, I think credit. they did. They yeah. they had started for you know looking for I think it was fifteen thousand at that point. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. There was Something a lot like, of talk about it being fifteen thousand. Yeah, yeah. So they got. <laughs> we're we're really happy with what we got. That we've here. got anything. Oh, absolutely. I think that's really going to make the difference. So we're trying to provide information for people on just on on what the criteria um, are. Okay, it's seven twenty-five. So we have five minutes. Um, is there any other comments, anything that you thought of as you were looking through your notes? Um, well, I, I, I had some numbers to ramble off, but I'm not going to ramble them off. But I just I do want to share with you that the, uh, the this yeah. was a very uplifting, uh, you know, NAR is years ago. It was like everything's positive, everything's positive. And then, of course, we had the reality set in and it wasn't so positive and I'll tell you what the meetings haven't been positive they've been with a flare this one was things are looking yeah. better better yeah looking better I feel energized know? I feel it might have been the California sun but I definitely feel energized. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I really appreciate being able to um, have you guys tell us about because you hear National Association of Realtors, and it's so remote. And I didn't even realize, because we have a chapter, a women's chapter here on Long Island, but I realized there's got to be one that connects up to the state, New York State. That's, and we don't, we're not really plugged in with that. So, yeah. And I ran into some folks from Long Island, Mildred. <laughs> oh, as a matter of fact, your your NAR regional, well, you know, that's a whole other thing is the uh, the touching from national to regional to state to local, mm -hmm. and that's at both the NAR, but but the regional uh, the regional vice president is from Long Island. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it was it was a it was just a good event. But w we can get into some of that if you want to at some other point. Yeah, because I think I think it's it's a consumer as well as a realtor. You. Just um, you know, hearing some behind the scenes, making it real instead of just forces in charge yeah. somewhere, you know, to really start to um, get a sense. One thing is, I will say, why if we had 18%, they did a good job of uh, making it easy, and that's the whole thing with with the internet forms is making it easy. I just had a click, I filled it out. You know, mm -hmm. did for security what I needed to do, and I did it. And mm -hmm. they did it repeatedly enough, and kept us and used the, you know, kept us appraised of what was going on when there was a vote. So it not only helped yep. the communication, 
but it helped the two-way communication. So they weren't just telling us things. They were making it easy for us, and I think they did a good job on that. I think there were some political campaigns, and Pickens does a good job um, uh, do, managing that, helping helping the communication, and help uh, T. Boone Pickens for um, the Pickens plan. I know it's energy, but it's the same type of uh, uh communications, uh, internet communications. Um, but I thought they, uh, they did a good job. Yeah, it's all good. It really is. So, uh, And good for you for clicking. But, yeah, that's what's going <laughs> well, to keep us going. And uh, I'm next year I'll be on the uh, Public Policy uh, Committee, National Committee, and also Federal Taxation. So uh, once wow. that uh, kicks into gear, you know, I'll, we'll have good information for you on some of those things. Yeah, and even explain where you get it, you know, sort of the inside, how will you be getting information and, you know, what the main issues are. I mean, I, I think it's fascinating. I think it's exciting they and fascinating. They come from us. They come there. There will be surveys that go out that mm -hmm. that members actually have their opportunity to uh, to say, well, what are the issues? And then they break it. At certain meetings, we break it down into, like, say, the top ten that they're really going to be working on. So, right. yeah. It's a great process. It's a great process. So, um, well, we have only about 40 seconds, so I'd like to thank this. We had uh, Jason Marcus with Continental Home Loans, um, Gail Hartnett with Keller Williams, um, uh, the Gail Hartnett team, right? Yes, the Gail Hartnett yeah. team. And Carrie, um, Carrie Hartnett with Keller Williams, and I'm, I forgot the name. You have a team. A team um, I'm actually just me right now, but that might change shortly. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> We're so, working well, on, on my on building. <laughs> yeah, um, and I'm Mildred Tassoni with Keller Williams, um, the Islands Home Team, and uh, so we'll we'll get together next week. Next week's Thanksgiving, so I guess oh, what yeah. we'll do is we'll pre-record and we'll let everybody know. So thanks a lot, guys. This was really interesting. Great, thank Mildred. you. Have a great one, and happy Thanksgiving, one. by the way. Yes, <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> Bye-bye. Take care.